Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian, and this week I'm joined here mm. by Duane. You're you're alive. You're back. I was about to say, I just took the world's longest uh, yawn. Yawn. But... Yeah, you did right before we started. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> good timing. Good timing. Well done. Uh, you're you're alive. Yeah, dude. I was on my deathbed. That's what. That's what you earlier been, this yeah, week. Said, yeah. Yeah. Left me all alone to do this live recording that. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's gotten views. Like it has, it has gotten views. Um, if Man, I got asked where I was. So, oh, really? Yeah. Somebody was like, "Yeah, D Soccer Podcast is live." Where you at? And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." Well, now, now because we have seventy six subscriber, seventy six subscribers to our channel, all you have to do is type in DE Soccer Podcast on YouTube, and we pop right up. We know right now, at least based on my algorithm. We pop up right, right on, right on top of the uh, USA Argentina highlights from the from the Gold Cup. There you go. So, so yeah, I mean, it's there. If you want to watch me for seventeen minutes, uh, it's it's there. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, sorry to miss the live show. No, it's okay. I mean, we'll do it again for sure. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, I had the flu. I had it played in a flu game the night before, uh, so yeah. I don't know if I had the flu, but. We don't call it a food game. <laughs> we'll uh we'll we'll make sure we do another live one anyways. I, I wanna I wanna almost prep for the idea that we're I don't know why it didn't hit me today. We're only 13 episodes away from uh episode two hundred. There you go. We could do a live show like when it's nice, I'll do it poolside. Okay. But what does that do to me? Like I don't I'm not gonna be poolside. Go five down. Go to the go to the Glasgow community pool. I don't know. <laughs> we had, I didn't even get invited to your pool. You just you just told me to go. Oh, uh, you can come on down anytime. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like you're out here, just go go to the community pool or something. You're not even inviting me. Wow, man, that's kind of rude. <laughs> your parents got a pool, huh? Your parents got a community pool, don't they? My, my parents do have a community pool. Yeah, they do. I can go out there, but it's kind of crowded in there, so it's like it'd be hard to just me post up with this microphones and stuff go to the ymca i don't know go to go to kyle's house i could go to kyle there to go boom you just solved my just problem pull up to kyle's house I'm just gonna go to kyle's house and be like kyle let me use your pool man uh, don't even ask him to show up just show up and just i i'm not even knocking on the door just literally just going through the side to the side fence and just hit the pool yeah and just um i mean i won't be able to record it like in the pool i'll be able to record it like pool adjacent Whatever, I wouldn't I mean, record it in the pool either. You're going to record in the pool, or you wanted? I mean, I found my Bluetooth sunglasses, so I could record it in the pool. <laughs> there you go. Uh, by the way, I am uh, I am watching. I'm going to give you like live updates as they happen. I am watching the FIFA Beach World Cup final, the FIFA Men's Beach World Cup final. It's happening right now in the in the United Arab Emirates. Um. Uh, right now the game the score is six to four in favor of Brazil. Uh, Brazil's winning six to four. There are three minutes left in the final period of the because uh, beach soccer has three periods. Um, so so there are three minutes left and the clock stops basically in every it's like futsal right it like stops every time something happens. So uh, so it did definitely clock stops in futsal. In futsal, yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, like in football rules, like if if like oh. a goal happens, oh. that the the clock stops. It doesn't just it's not a running clock. 
Oh. It's only like 10 minute, 10 minute, uh, or 20 minute halves, I think. Oh, clock stops or clock always runs around here. Well, yeah, but the, you're also not playing technically, you know, 100%, you know, FIFA futsal rules. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm working towards it, all right? No, I'm just saying it's a 40 minute match, right? So with uh, two 20 minute halves. Um, yeah, so the so the twenty minutes is, it represents the actual playing time as the clock is stopped whenever the ball is not in play, or if the match is interrupted. So, well, it takes me to uh, my update to the week. Uh, yeah, tell me, my, D, my DFA boys uh, played in the high school league. Yeah, um, first round of playoffs. Uh, one of my teams played a team of they're mixed from a whole bunch of different schools. Okay, uh, lost three nothing, um, but they fought hard, you know. Um, they competed well. Um, kind of gave up some soft goals, and I let them know about that. Like, can't be giving up soft goals out here and expecting to win games. I mean, okay. my, uh, my other team took uh, Polytech to uh, PKs. Okay. So we blew a 3 nothing lead. They tied it up 3 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody scored in the five minute overtime golden goal. And then. Uh, we go to PKs and we lost the PK shootout 1 0. Okay. So, Was your golden goal like everybody still on the field? Yeah. All right. I'll tell you a little story about mine in a second. Go ahead. But yeah. So out of all the, out of six PKs, one person made their PK. And that oh was boy. Deciding PK. All right. But hey, my boys held strong against some polytech. Like team. missed the goal or referee or the goalkeeper saved it? Um, I think there was two saves and two misses. Okay. Or three, whatever. Yeah. Somebody sky somebody did sky theirs, like absolutely sky theirs. Hmm. Yeah, but it, it was not a good I've learned in six months I've been in two PK shootouts. I'm probably gonna have to dedicate a session to taking PKs. Okay. I mean it's pretty straightforward. Just don't don't miss the frame of the goal. Yeah, it is pretty straightforward, but uh, <laughs> it's a so hard it's a, concept. Just just put it inside the post. It's a hard concept to master. So we're going to work on run-ups, how to take PKs, because I can see it happening in one of these tournaments that I'm going to end up in another PK shootout. Would you consider yourself a uh, PK, a, a good PK shooter? Me? Yeah, I'm going to let the keeper straight in the eyes. Okay. Do I make a safe fool? <laughs> <laughs> are you uh are you like are you like hitting it as hard as possible or are you uh no i'm looking keep it right in the eyes and putting it in a corner okay all right oh, I, I i i don't know like i don't really have like a like i don't really have like a routine dude i just put it in a corner i don't really right. think too much about it you just go out and just smash it I mean, DC put me in the spot my freshman year. I had to take one, and I had never taken one. And you know, when you watch it on TV, you see all these like run ups and dragging your feet. And I tried to do all this stuff. I took like the worst PK ever. Still went in, but after that, I was just like, just go up there and smash it, just stare the keeper in the eyes. Like, yeah, you about that life. You got you got to save it. <laughs> I mean, you trust uh, yourself to ha- be able to put it in the corner, right? It's like yeah, yeah. You save it. Uh, all right. Uh, it's official. Brazil has won the men's FIFA Beach World Cup, so the game's done. 
So there you go. Another winner. Care about I'll play Carabao Cup. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's zero zero. Still zero zero. All right. Uh that's on ESPN, right? Is that on ESPN? Well, uh, you gotta pay for it. Oh, uh, plus it's a, it's on the plus. No, not even plus. Regular. It, ain't, it ain't no regular ESPN. Oh man, that's like all right. Well, the eighty seventh minute, we're going to we're going to extra time, man. All right, let's go. I don't know. Did you see the Union game last night? <laughs> I mean, some goals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Virgil Van Dyke was offside. There was a goal ruled out. All right, well, let's go. ESPN Plus, man. I mean, Klopp just made a triple change. Oh, we got some fights going on inside the beach. There was some fights on the beach. Um, all right, so let me tell you about my um my little experience with indoor uh last weekend. Um so uh Chase Fieldhouse um final game on Friday and then going into the um into the what's it called the finals or playoffs or whatever on Sunday. All right, so I got the Chelsea game pulled up now. Uh, so that was on Sunday. So I had two teams, one in the A division, one in the C division. Um, played the the C division team played first, played Middletown, whatever, and uh, we went into we went into overtime. So uh, <laughs> we had a referee that wasn't sure what we were supposed to do. So at first, he came over like with a minute left. Um, the upside, the upset to it was that we were winning until the last like three minutes of the game, and then they tie the game. Um, Such a shame, right? It is. It sucks. But um, and he comes up and he's like, "All right, if we go to overtime, everybody that's on the field stays. You just take your goalkeeper out." And I was like, "Not nah, what? No, like that's not what we're doing, man. Like, <laughs> just take your goalkeeper out. Goalke- goalkeeper out. Goalkeeper comes out. We play golden goal, like." It really just does come down to who takes the kickoff because after that, like I'm just like, just kick it into the goal. Yeah. So apparently, like that's what they did for their indoor tournaments, like like their President's Day Cup or whatever. They did that for overtime. It's just like just to get it, get the game done as quickly as possible. So um, sometimes it's a hard thing to do that. Yeah. So so ultimately, we we talked them out of that. <laughs> So we uh so we do we just played five v five whatever actually no sorry we played four v four, uh or what what yeah four v four. No six we played six v six so we played five v five we took off a field player. So it's four field players and a goalkeeper, and every every like random amount of time, he would come up to us and go you got to get another player off the field. So <laughs> we ended up playing three v three. So two field players and a goalkeeper. We we almost scored. I told my goalkeeper, just run forward with the ball. Just like the ball at your feet. And my defender didn't realize that my point was, was like, whatever. Let's just get get this game over with. Let's just go 3v2. So my defender dropped back. So it's still, we still play the same 2v2 with just a goalkeeper. So yeah, it's at like, that point, it's like, at that point, it's like the strategy would become putting one of your field players in as a keeper. Oh, well, my goalkeeper, my goalkeeper, like that particular goalkeeper, is has one hundred percent the ability to be a field player. Oh well, yeah, that's a, that's what I'm saying. So, so that's what I was saying. I was like, join the attack, like become it, be, make it a three v two, whatever. 
And uh, so that was still tied. Uh, so we ended up going to PKs. So so uh, we go, we kick first. We missed the first PK. They missed their first PK. Um, we score. We score the second PK. No, we went second. Sorry, we saved the first PK, then missed, then scored, then missed. Um, they missed. So we won. Like we technically won, because it's it's basically it's not a best of three situation. It's a sudden death goalkeeper situation, goalkeeping situation. Man, this uh, these PK rules are getting interesting. Yeah. So. After watching the one, so the referee, so we, so we go like, all right, cool, we won. Like, so uh, the referee goes, no, 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 you still got one more person that's to has to shoot. And I was like, no, man, like this isn't like we can't just go from golden goal. You want to take the goalkeeper out of the game to go and PK shootout? We're going best of three. Everybody shoots like, right? Like we we can't be doing all that. Like that's a lot going. So so no, it worked out. So we won. Um, then the next game, I believe, so that was like the quarterfinals. Um, and then we lost in the semifinals, um, to the team that ultimately won the entire thing. The other, the other group won their first game, um, then won their second game and then, uh, lost in the semifinals to Apo, um, to Apo's like top group. So it was, it was interesting. Um, y'all get losing rivals. I mean, ultimately, it's the indoor league. I could care less about the, the ultimate result of it. She's trying to take, make a statement, dude. What What's a statement that I'm making that I won a, a 6v6 indoor league where I can just, you know, stack my you top six players, players on the team? In Apo. You, you got six better players in Apo. That can play 6v6 indoor soccer. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. They can have that statement. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I would much rather win. I would much rather win the uh, the statement of eleven v eleven. Seems to have a little more weight to it. You know, I mean, you got a play day next weekend, right? Uh, I got a play day next uh, Saturday. Yeah, play day championship shirts. Play day championship shirts. You don't even play everybody. You just play two teams. I hate champions. So if I if I if I win both my games, so do I need to go and calculate all the other scores and try to see if I win in gold diff or something like that? No, you're just a champion. If I just win my two games, I'm the champion of the play day. I'm the Cape, I'm the 2024 Cape Girls High School Play Day champion. Play day champion. Put that on a t-shirt, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. That's fine. So you're an indoor league champion. The indoor league didn't give out didn't the indoor league didn't give out championship. Uh, they they gave out uh they gave out soccer balls, size one balls as trophies. So every kid every kid got a ball. Uh, they're not giving out the BPG uh, black shirts anymore. No, no, no. They're giving out they're giving out giving out giving out soccer balls. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh how many people lost their soccer ball on the Ride home. I mean, somebody somebody definitely used it like try to juggle it out of the parking lot and they got ran over. <laughs> that definitely happened. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a shirt. I feel like people you always see people with those BPG championship shirts on. 
Yeah, they just they decided to go with soccer balls. I don't know what to tell you. Like that's just what I was told. What I saw in the pictures, they said I go with soccer balls. To be honest with you, I don't. I'm, shirt guy, the shirt guy was on vacation. I would have been okay him. with it, man. I would have been okay with it because I would have told my entire team, like your soccer ball now has become part of our program. So now you bring your soccer ball to practice. We can do some stuff with some size ones. Hey, if they need a shirt guy, man. Just check the Facebook ads. There's always somebody trying to. There's somebody, somebody. Yeah, there's always someone. There's always somebody trying to get trying to. There's always somebody on the Facebook ads trying to get somebody to do something for for something. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like live stream a game or <laughs> apparel yeah whatever you need someone's always trying to slide into your deeps hey, or someone's always trying to slide into your dms trying to get you to <laughs> have this quality kit that they're going to send you a full full run of trial kits to see if you like them yeah, someone's always trying to do that for Facebook sure. Sky, all your needs. Um, yeah, so tomorrow, tomorrow is the official start of the girls' uh high school soccer season. Uh, so basically call it tryouts, call it preseason, call it whatever you want. It's that's ultimately what's happening. Are you um, cutting kids? What are you cutting anybody? No, it's just not a tryout. I mean, it's a tryout to figure out what, what placement you get on the team. The ID session. <laughs> it's an ID session. It's the Odessa girls soccer ID session. I mean, the tryouts. No, so there is a, there is a there is an actual like official. Um, you have to have an official technically a trial period, in case for whatever reason you are going to, uh, inform somebody that they're not on the team. You have to have an actual like period of saying like we are going to this this three or four day window or whatever window you'd want to choose. Is the period of time that um, that we are evaluating players? So, I mean, my plan is to not potentially cut anybody. Um, my plan is to offer a placement to everybody that shows up. Um, you doing a fitness test? Uh, not in the sense that um, it it will count negatively or positively against you or any any sort of way like there it's not a it's not a you have to meet this minimum standard it's mostly just a baseline to see where where everybody is i i am not a believer in in fitness testing for the sake of weeding kids out you see what the dogs are yeah but but realistically like where do you where's the what's the um what's the measuring stick right because if that's the case then the in theory the the fitness test would have to have different levels depending on what position you're trying to play in. We can give right? you ninety minutes. Your goalkeeper can give you a full ninety minutes, but not might might not be able to run at the same pace as your forwards. Hey my hey my goalkeepers actually my goalkeepers do a really good job on the fitness test. But no, but what I'm saying and that might be. But oh snap! Oh no, never mind. I thought it was a goal. It was just a replay of the the called back goal. Um, fake news, fake news. I got excited for a second. Um, no, but realistically, like if your goalkeepers can't run, you know, whatever fitness test or can't do the Manchester United test or whatever, like it's not like that. Why, why does that? That's not necessarily like, yes, they have to be able to physically move, but but at the same time, I'm also not, you know, pegging balls at kids and saying you know save them and here's your test like i'm going to do that to the goalkeepers to figure out if they can save a ball or not like so we can't be measuring this all the kids with the same with the same stick like it's very difficult to do that 
Yeah. Establishing it establishes a baseline to then be able to say if you get put on the JV team because you physically because you physically and technically might not be able to be at the at the baseline for the bar, vars, for the varsity team, it does give you a little bit of that like you know, um that objective data. Um but but yeah, I mean we'll see what my dogs are. See. No, we are we are definitely we are definitely gonna do fitness that don't get me wrong, but I, I'm gonna do fitness as part of the fact that it's it's just preparation for the season. Like we're going to need to be able to be physically fit in order to be able to play. But it's also in the same in I put it in the same category as I do everything else. So for me, your ability to be tactically smart and have good soccer IQ is falls in that category. Your ability to be technically uh, proficient it, it falls in that category and your ability to be me- be able to be mentally capable of of managing everything that happens throughout the season is a p- part of it which is why i'm such a big believer and and i gotta find another word for instead of just calling it team building and more of a leadership training or psychosocial training or whatever i want to call it but because it's not necessarily like it's team building in the sense that we're doing it together as a group um, and there are some team components to it, but it 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 doesn't have anything to do with the with the stereotypical, you know, we're doing an egg drop race or something like that. Like what? we're not blindfolding each other and trying to guide ourselves to from one side of the gym to the other. Like we're not doing that. We're tying a rope to our waist and we're pulling each other to see who's strong. Yeah, no, no, we're not doing any of that. We're we're realistic. <laughs> that's, what we're, that's what we're doing on my team. Okay. We're tying a rope to each other. And you're gonna pull and see who pulls the other man across. No, I mean we're gonna do we're gonna do activities that will encourage players to um to showcase their leadership skills, whether whether they're going to be uh a leader or a first follower, which I think are equally important. So I just want to see. I know you want to see where the dogs are at. I, I get that. I I understand that. We've we have talked about this. Um, I also want to see that too. I want to see if I dropped all these kids off in the woods, how many of them can make it out. I mean, how is that gonna help me win soccer games? Is my question. Hey, they got that sixth sense. They got that awareness. Can they can they hit can they kick a soccer ball? No, but they know, hey, they know how to find their way home. Right, but playing against teams that can kick soccer balls survival skills might not help me <laughs> <laughs> i I want to be able to win soccer games by scoring more goals than the other team which requires some technical proficiencies there put a goal put a goal in the woods put a goal in the woods make him carry a goal with them <laughs> in the woods carry a goal with them there you <laughs> yeah, go maneuver. yeah okay i mean we do have woods in the back of the uh, back of field four we just want a little trail run <laughs> with the goal, <laughs> goal, three mile, three mile goal run, three mile goal run. Everybody, there's your team building. Everybody's got to hold on to the goal. <laughs> if anybody, if at any point someone stops touching the goal, you start the run over. <laughs> Build character. What are you gonna What are you gonna do with the trees? They gotta figure that out. Yeah, problem solve. There you go. Mm. Don't tear that nut up. Okay. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> what if what if ahead of time they take the net out? That's smart. Then somebody's thinking high. Huh? In, pre- in preparation. High level thinking. In preparation. Okay. All right. 
I'm, I might try it. Nobody ever said that you had to carry the goal fully intact. We're gonna call this the the Henry the Henry fitness test. Hey, nobody said the goal had to be carried fully intact either. You just take it in pieces. Hey, everybody's touching a piece of the goal, right? Yeah. Okay. Boom. I did use that once. I uh, I used that as a team building activity. I gave them literally a box and I said, "You have to build these little goals. You figure it out." You should. You should do. You just have to move goals across the field the first day. Just for fun? Just team building. Like, hey, can you move the goal over? Oh, never mind. I actually needed it over here. <laughs> just just like that, just for just for that sake. You need four goals on the field, not facing each other. They can't be within 30 yards of each other. Not facing each other? Not facing each other. They gotta be facing north, south, east, and west. So they're facing out. <laughs> you just give them one of those challenges. <laughs> All right. I mean, you maybe it helps them with something. Really maybe it doesn't. What? Maybe it helps them. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> maybe it doesn't. But so you're actively admitting that this might absolutely do more harm than good. Hey, figure <laughs> out where your dogs are at, though. <laughs> or you figure out how confused kids can get. Your dogs are going to be the first ones that get to the goal, the ones that run over. Like, let's go. Let's go move the goal. Yeah. Well, the, your dogs are going to be the first ones that come up to you and go, hey, coach, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we problem solved. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> those are the kids you cut. <laughs> oh, you cut those kids. The kids that realize that you're hoping that you're. Yeah, you're basically think those are the kids that think they're above the coach. Be like, hey man, you're blowing smoke. Nope. <laughs> Get out. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. I mean, that's fair. Sure. We'll go with that. There's uh, your team builder. Well, we are doing something, we are trying something out a little different. I want to run it by you because I'm I'm getting ready to like put it in the presentation. So I mean. Ultimately, if there's any Odessa players that are listening to this now, they'll 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 see the the workshop of it. Maybe I maybe I won't post this episode until until tomorrow afternoon. I just post it. Whatever, that's fun. All if right, they so, listen, they can pick their jersey first. So, all right, there you go, there you go. Yeah, if you come up to me and tell me, hey, I listened to the episode. Um, so um, so we're trying something out. So try, so I w- I've been talking to a few other coaches from from the school and things like that, and. One of the things that has come up is the fact that we we have players that do other things, which is which is which is great. Like they, we want them to be involved, but I've been trying to figure out a way to make sure that um, sometimes sometimes we fail. I think as as adults, we fail to teach um, kids how to learn prioritizing, right? It's this idea to me the idea that that you don't have the time to do something. Um, isn't a hundred percent accurate. I think it's just you're just choosing to prioritize it, right? You have the you have the same amount of time as everybody else in the world. Um, you just you choose your priorities and you choose what you want to prioritize versus what you don't. So if you don't get to something that's lower to the list of your priorities, then you don't get to it, and that's that's it. But you don't get to say, well, you know, I ran out of time to study. Well, then that means studying wasn't your priority, right? So. Um, so within this concept, obviously we all understand and know that school comes, comes first, right? We do end up, I think, running into this tendency of, because we, we live in a world where 
kids are allowed to retake everything and and you know which is fine like i i get the concept behind it but within that retake we ch- we f- sometimes fail to to organize ourselves so we just take whatever the first opportunity is without thinking of the consequences it has to do with it right so let's just say i know that monday went monday wednesday and thursday we're having a late practice right which we are and tuesday we're having an early practice then if i have to go retake a test right i'm probably not going to pick tuesday to retake that test right because you would you would think right good think. <laughs> but that's my point so so i've been trying to figure Unless out the teacher wait. said literally tuesday is the only day they have that week that but but again but i think that's where the dialogue comes in and goes listen um you know i have soccer practice i have these days available is there is there a way or possibility that i could do it from that same point right or at least have that conversation so so we've been thinking about a way to make sure that that students that prioritize soccer are ultimately ultimately rewarded right but at the same time not penalizing the the students that choose not to make it a priority right and for me playing time is a tough reward to have especially when you're going to have players that are going to be at multiple levels it's hard to say you know the more you show up the more playing time you get because what if you're a jv player and your technical ability doesn't allow you to do whatever or you're a varsity player but maybe your technical ability or where we see you fit in we see you coming in for x amount of time off the bench or something like that so you know but so we so we are coming up with a reward system that that rewards players that show up on time every practice right so ultimately as soon as three o'clock hits their priority becomes soccer right so they get ready they get to the field they're on time at the field um so we're going to choose to 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 reward those students or those players that get there on time if we have a Saturday practice, which we have pretty much every Saturday, we'll have a Saturday practice. We're going to reward those players that show up to the Saturday practices because even though the Saturday practices are not optional, I can understand the fact that Saturday is not a regular school day. So it becomes a little less out of your control of how you can get to school if you have to work and all those other things, which again, you're not penalized for, but you are rewarded for the fact that you showed up. If we have a volunteering opportunity, whether it's running the concession stand or or doing some sort of community event, you're rewarded for that. If you if you get a, we have talked about this for for the last couple of years on the on the girls soccer team, that the 2.5 GPA rule isn't isn't um, the standard that we want to have. We want to have a higher standard. So we've talked about it being a 3.0. So you have to have at least a B in all of your classes. So maybe it's a mid-season or maybe it's four academic check-ins, right? So you got one before before the the th- marking period ends, then you know you you got the marking period ending and then you have a couple other ones along the way. Um so and then at the end of it, so the reward becomes points or raffle tickets or whatever you want to call it, and at the end we raffle off a prize. And the more the more points you get, the more raffle tickets you get, the bigger chance of you winning is. Sounds fair. It, it's interesting to see what you guys, you know, rewarding players that do the right thing. I mean, I think sometimes we don't reward those players enough because those are the players that really hold your team together. 
Yeah. Think about that. We think about it. I'm trying to make sure that I don't. So we have players that potentially want to socialize after school, right? And I get that. It's a huge part of part of the high school um um like synergy and I get that, but I want to reward those players that that show up five or ten minutes early to soccer practice and just socialize with with their soccer with their teammates, right? So when you get out of school, instead of spending 10 minutes talking to your friends, you know, before you go get changed to go to soccer practice, go get changed, go to soccer practice, and then talk talk to the people in the soccer team. Right? Like it's little things like that that I think we're gonna try it. It, it. it might work, it might not. We're gonna, but we are gonna try something. We have we have to. I feel like we I feel like we need to. I can't, or else, or else we'll find out that this is not a priority for everybody, right? Like we're gonna find out that this is not high up the list, and that's fine. Then we just adjust. If we find out that, that we're not high up the list, then we just adjust expectation. I mean, your priority should be holding that brown trophy at the end of the year. And that's and that's kind of where I'm at with it, but I, I also can't I that's have to you should start your presentation off with. You know what this is. But I have to be realistic. I have to be realistic to the fact that that I might not be everyone's um uh major sport, right? Main sport that they play, right? I, I might not be that. And I and I'm okay with that. We have those players. Um I might not be the priority. I might I might just be a a thing to do, which is perfectly fine. But if the majority then decides that that's the thing that we're gonna do, then the expectations have to be readjusted to meet the needs of the of the players i don't think you have the ability to say um every every team that you get hey you know the state titles you're the number one priority here if the players don't want it i think it's tough to do that i mean that's what we're all out here fighting for state titles state titles i mean yeah and you would think that the majority of them would that's that is their goal um but but you can't assume that. Yeah, it's true. So so I don't know. I'm trying trying something different. Trying some something new, seeing seeing how it works. So let me know how it works. I will. I will let you know. But I do think that like even at the club level, I think that that there's a, there is some merit in that. I don't know. I'm looking for some root to tie together. Two kids. But, but no, but think about it from the club perspective, right? You have those kids that that show up, right? That that don't put any sort of pressure and I get it. Sometimes parents get out of work later, things like that. And that's fair. That happens. But we, what do we always say? Right. You don't control your parents, right? Especially at this 12, 13, 14 age group, you don't drive the car. So, but what do you control? Think you're ready. Right. So you put, you don't control what time the car gets there, but you control the moment you get out of that car. Right. So if you, also you control, if you message your coach, yeah, a hundred percent. I I agree with you. I I a hundred percent agree with you there. Like I think I think there is a, I think there is a there is a reward, um, not not as a participation trophy reward, but more of a like, hey, you're doing the right thing. Let's start building a little bit of that muscle memory to become unconsciously competent with the idea of what we're trying to do. So, all right, I feel like I've done enough talking there. Um, 
Uh, over 35 World Cup. Uh, can we say, can we set a date for next week when we record the next episode for you to have the team? Yeah, I'll try not to be on my deathbed. All right, cool. I, I have my team. I'm going to run it by my, uh, my co counsel. He has his team. Huh? Yeah, I'm going to hit my team up. We're going to start training this week. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit up my co, my co counsel and, uh, I'm going to run my team by him and see what he says. Uh, all right, uh, Women's Gold Cup. Let's talk about the Women's Gold Cup doing. Yo, Argentina got smashed. Nope, no, I, I wouldn't say that. Yo, you texted me and said it's going to be a long game. It, Which it actually wasn't. The second half was one nothing, And it was only because of a flukish PK. I mean, the U.S., they, they want to embarrass you guys that bad. I mean... They need teams. Hey, listen. They need teams to come back next year. Listen, all I know is that Argentina hit the crossbar eight minutes into the game and um i think murphy was in the goal um yeah murphy had no idea what was happening uh casey murphy just saw that ball go by and hit the crossbar and just lucked out the fact that it didn't go in if not argentina would have been up one nothing i think that you guys saw that um the u.s played their ringers that game and he said they snapped I mean, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> but it is an interesting mix in comparison to the first game for the U.S. at least. Like, they, they have they have rotated some players around for sure. Because, like, Alyssa Nair started the game, uh, started the first game against Dominican Republic. Um, and, like, Alex Morgan didn't. Um, we did get to see Olivia Moultrie, which is, which is awesome. But Alex Morgan came into this because, um, me official tore ACL. Yeah. So she hasn't made her jersey number. Yeah. So the so the 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 format now it's it's three groups of four. Uh top two teams make it, and then the two best third place teams make it as well. So Argentina at least right now. So US US is sitting at six, Mexico sitting at four because they beat the Dominican Republic. In tied Argentina. So Argentina just has to beat the Dominican Republic and hopefully beat them by more than four goals. So that way they get a plus goal diff. Um, and at that point, they would be sitting on four points, which based on what I'm seeing could be could could get you through as long as well, that last group hasn't played their second game yet. The last group has not played their second game. I mean, ultimately, you got to hope that uh, um, tonight El Salvador and Costa Rica tie like that. Nobody wins out of that game. Um, Brazil six points, but only beating Puerto Rico one nothing and only beating Colombia one nothing, which is yeah, interesting. Ball just considering has to cross the line more times huh? than the other team. What ball just has to cross the line? No, more times I, than the other team for sure. But when you look at the fact that Puerto Rico beat Panama. Two to one in a pretty close game, and Colombia beat Panama six nothing. Like the fact that Brazil only beat Puerto Rico one nothing was is pretty. It, it's interesting. Um, I will say that I had a proud moment. I hope you did as well. The fact that for the Dominican Republic, Alexa Pacheco was playing, uh, played the full played the full ninety against um, against the U.S. I think. If I am not mistaken, yeah, uh, play the full ninety against Mexico. Um, so I just thought that was pretty cool, considering you know she's a player that we coached like 
seven months ago. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, good opportunity for her to look on the same field as, you know, some of those high-profile players in the U.S. just to be able to take part in the tournament. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, hopefully for her, it's a good, like, scouting opportunity as well to to receive some opportunities. Strapped up Alex Morgan. She's for on me. <laughs> um, uh, halftime of extra time zero zero still Chelsea. You know how they have like they they be like uh, there was that guy he was the Kobe stopper like I'm the Alex Morgan stopper like <laughs> yeah. that's your that's your play on words there. Yeah, I mean the only time I'm not going to root for Alexa Pacheco is, is going to be tomorrow night when Argentina. Yeah, she about to strap up everybody on Argentina. No, no, no. She about to she about to show y'all what, what's good. <laughs> you to be like, Man, so so that's that's it's, a, it's an exciting it's an exciting tournament for sure um so i'm looking forward to how it develops um let's talk about a little bit about the mls before we start wrapping up let's talk about the mls and the um the referee lockout so yeah, referee lockout is terrible so it's they are set to from what I've read, they are going to potentially um, come back to the table um, on Wednesday. So the um, what's it called? Um, pro um, and the MLS and the um Um, the PSRA, the Professional Soccer Referees Association, are um are coming back to the table reportedly on on Wednesday. There has been some interesting um developments in the last like twenty four to forty eight hours, where um um Pro filed an unfair labor practice against the profession Professional Soccer Referee Association. So just to kind of put some things into context, so. So there's three parties involved. Um, so you have MLS. That's ultimately the customer. Yeah. But at the same time, they set the pricing structure. Structure. Then you have Pro, which is the professional referee organization, which is which was basically built by MLS. Yeah. To set up as its own agency, but they're ultimately working for MLS as the referee organization that MLS uses for all their MLS games. Right. And then you have the Professional Soccer Referee Association, which is the union um, of all all professional referees at all levels of the game. So you can be a member as long as you have a certain status, I think as a referee, you can be a member of the Professional Soccer Referee Referee Soccer Professional Soccer Referee Association. Um because that also includes like college and the USL and things like that. Yeah, it includes a lot of. Yeah. I mean, so, I think, I mean, like we talking about all this, right? Like it's, I just don't, it's just tough. Like you end up in these situations, not even end up in these situations, but you would think that between having the pro referees, which would be your highest tiered referees, then you would have your college referees. And then you would have like your USSF, like, you know, other referees. But they all wear a different badge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I get colleges, but through different rules. But it's like at the same time, we always are going to end up at this 
at this crossroads where yeah. if something like this happens, you don't have officials who are qualified because they're not with a certain organization. Yeah, so there's there's multiple levels to this. So the the union, so the pro filed a um an unfair labor practice or a ULP charge against PSRA, uh, because they claim that PSRA was threatening referees that crossed the line and accepted MLS games by saying, if you accept these MLS games we're going to revoke your ability to do college games, which is where your majority of your games come from, especially if you're a non-professional referee in the sense of a full-time referee, basically. Right. So, so pro has multiple levels. You can be pro certified and not referee in the MLS. Um, um, you can, you know, um, and even within that, there's multiple levels, right? So you can be a full-time, um, a full-time professional center referee. So if you're a center referee, you are a full-time employee. That is your full-time job. Right. Um, then they, they, have, they have two levels of that, whether you're on probation or you're out of your probationary period, probational period. Then all your assistant referees, your fourth officials, and your VAR referees are all not full-time. They're all part-time. So the majority of those, those, those people um, still have full-time jobs on top of that. So they have a minimum salary that they get on top of what their game fees would be. I think what what a lot of the conversations are happening around are if you are in the union obviously you're you're trying to you know trying to if you are in the union and the label enables you to be a a full-time referee and all these things and have the salary the salary that pro pays at least for the non full-time people is a couple thousand bucks a year. Yeah. And that's basically, I feel like it almost becomes a retainer, right? Like that's your retainer. Like that's, that stops you from doing anything else. And it says that you're available to work when we give you those games and things like that. And then they get paid whatever they get paid per game. Um, But they still have to do their full-time job because that's that if not, it doesn't pay the bills, you know? Yeah, um, and I'm assuming that you know flights are included in it, and they probably have to. I think the tough part for these part-time referees that are still working is if I got to leave, you know, point yeah. A to point B, I don't have that. Might not not have that same travel time as. Well, I think I think that's a big part of it. I think one of the things that they're fighting for is travel accommodations. Um, I believe I I think they're they're not only is it the salary increase and like the minimum guarantee increase, and I was listening to an interview and somebody said, well, you know, you turned down a 25% increase, right? Because that was what was offered and they turned it down. And you said, yeah, but, but a hundred percent of a dollar is still a dollar, right? So, so you got to think about the, the starting point of where that 25% is, right? So it's, if it's 25% of, of a dollar, then you're only making a dollar 25, right? You got, you got a 25% increase, but, but it's 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 a dollar twenty five, right? So, so I think that's what they're that's where where the sticking point is. It's you already started at such a lower base that the increase needs to be much larger to accommodate. The last time this was reviewed was ten years ago, right? Where they said that ten years ago in twenty fourteen, there would be eight games on a weekend for the MLS. Yeah, there's not there's been now so there's much 14, expansion. Now there's fourteen. Yeah, and there's way more travel. Yeah. 
like there's way more travel involved, right? Like Miami's yeah. getting ready to play their second game of the week. Yeah. Hey, like in LA. And there's a likely right, LA has two teams now. Well, uh, not only that, uh, like your Lewis has a team. You know, just think about 2014. I mean, Canada. Well, now you're refereeing, right? Like, well, imagine your referees coming from you know, let's just say the Atlanta area, or maybe it's not Atlanta, maybe it's North Carolina. Yeah, you got to get to LA. Like the likelihood of there being a direct flight. Maybe you're taking layovers or or doing everything. Well, like, even even think about that, right? You got a referee coming from North Carolina ten years ago. He didn't. His game. He's trying to get to DC United. That's that's his local game. There was no Atlanta. There was no yeah. You know, Miami. There was no Orlando City. Right. Like yeah. he's looking for you know a, a local game that's that's relatively easy for him to get to. There was no Nashville. Yeah. So now you're popped up. So now you're trying to. You're trying to ultimately adjust for all that. Um. So the last time this happened was in 2014. Um, and they did replacement referees had to had to be called in and do this. Um, you know, it's it is difficult. Obviously, you don't want you don't want this animosity to to come in between the referees, but at the same time, someone's got to referee the games, right? So someone's gonna have to say yes. My only my fear with this, and this is the part where where it gets tricky. My fear is is that if the if the next guy or the next girl or whoever the next the next referee up says no right so let's just say you have your list of professional referees that are all within this union so they're all locked out so they can't referee they're not allowed to referee because they because of their contracts right the next person that's not in the union that is the next best qualified person if you force that person to say no then you got to go how far in the line are you going in this yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, honestly, I, we saw I the don't, game last night. We did, yeah. And the referee, like you could tell that it, this is a little it's bit. Not, of it's not a. It's it's very similar to the idea that like there's a reason why there are multiple tiers in soccer, right? Especially like if you look at it from a South American or European standpoint, there are multiple tiers, right? I would probably say, and maybe you'll disagree with me just because of your natural demeanor of, of confidence that you have, but I would probably say. That anybody that is actually being paid to play soccer, right? Being paid to actually play soccer is most likely better than the average human being. Yeah, probably. And I would call and I would call ours us, me and you, an average human being. You slightly higher average than me because you played at a much higher level than I did. Um, but I would say that if you if you and I had to play against a third or fourth tier English player. That was still making a salary, whether it's big or small, but still making a salary to, to play. That player is likely to be better than you and I, right? Likely to be more invested. Okay, there you go. All right. See, I knew it was coming that way, but but the because, idea, I mean, if, me, I'm going to take his salary. I'm, I'm trying to fight for his spot <laughs> in the team. So, but we have to be in the in the realistic scenario that a a player that has made it to a professional a professional level, right? there's something clearly there that has made him that good, right? Or made him be able to get there. Now, now until I, until I step on the field. Now, what's the difference between a, you know, a player that plays, let's use Wrexham as an example, right? Because they're the most popular League Two team in the world right now. Let's use Wrexham as an example. What's the difference between between a Paul Mullen or or anybody else on the Wrexham team 
and the players, the 22 players that are playing the Chelsea Liverpool game right now. Oh, those guys have been groomed and birthed to be professional soccer players. Right, right, know. right. Like there's a different there's a reason why Enzo Fernandez is Enzo Fernandez. And Enzo Fernandez is was at, at a certain point until recently the highest transfer in the in the Premier League. It doesn't make Paul Mullen any less of a professional soccer player. It doesn't make Paul Mullen any less of being better than the majority of soccer players around the world. Um but he's just not at that level, whether it's speed, technical ability, tactical, whatever it is, it's just not at that same level to be able to play in a Chelsea Liverpool game, right? Yeah. I think referees are the same thing, right? We can't say that college games are at the same pace as MLS games. No. We can't say that USL games are at the same pace as MLS games, right? Because the level of the level is different. So this is the same thing here. The replacement referees aren't bad referees. They are just, um, they are ref- they are referees that referee in an appropriate level. So to now take that referee and put them into the environment to go ref a Chicago Fire Philadelphia Union game last night, or already knowing that it's not that Chicago Philadelphia is a huge rivalry, but Philadelphia is not the nice. The Union Stadium is not always the most welcoming environment for anybody that's now wearing a blue kit. Uh, you know, it, it's it's difficult if you don't have that kind of personality, like it's or that experience or that level of of knowing what's. Well, what's I mean, think about how many people go to a USO game. Depending on the market, they they fill up, but they're not the, the stadiums are no, not eighteen thousand. No, no, you're probably packing three to five, maybe ten at tops, right? Or even a college game, right? Like, yeah, a couple hundred people. And now you're out here I mean, on Apple, I mean, here on Apple TV. <laughs> yeah, even if you even if you look at like look at a UNC Chapel Hill, right, uh, or or Stanford, or you know, shout out to Kyle Graves, a Syracuse game or something like that, right? The Rocket. You're not. You're still. Yeah, I mean, I think at tops you might end up with a thousand, twelve hundred people or something like that. You're you're still not rocking eighteen thousand people all yelling "You suck" at the same time. <laughs> Not condoning the fact that you know they should be yelling "you suck," but um, but it's a different environment, and all that pressure gets to you. Not only that, you're also dealing with players like Shakiri coming up to you yesterday and like in your face, looking up at you. They're like Shakiri, bust, bro. That's a big little stocky dude. <laughs> Shakiri was definitely looking up at that referee. No problems. Well, he's he looking up behind to his everybody, back with his gloves. That's a big little stocky dude. He is he is definitely built differently. Um so yeah, so hopefully hopefully when they meet back on Wednesday, um they're able to come to an agreement and I'm hoping that's gonna wreck the game on Tuesday. Cause that's a CONCACAF, but that'd be like a different that would be a FIFA FIFA that would be a FIFA, FIFA referee, which then I don't I believe does not fall under the Yeah, that'd be a different professional referee soccer association. Yeah, because that would be like, yeah, that would be like four guys from like Jamaica flying in to do the game or something like that. It would be, it would have to be because you're not going to have a U.S. based referee on a U.S. based team. You have to have a, a neutral party to a certain extent. So yeah, so that wouldn't, that wouldn't, that would have nothing to do with it. Yeah. So you going on Tuesday? Yeah, I'm going on Tuesday. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. 
cool. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like twenty degrees warmer than it was yesterday. Oh, it's supposed to be warmer. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be like sixty-five degrees outside. Oh snap! I'm about to wear the shorts out of training tomorrow. Yeah, man. I mean, it might it might get colder as the night goes on, but it'll it'll definitely be. Um. Yeah. So we're. Yeah, we're gonna be. We'll we'll be there. We'll be there for sure. Eight thirty kickoff. Late kickoff. Late kickoff. So after um, your training session, you can you know zip up the road. Yeah, I mean, I just got to pick up. Oh, Liverpool won. I think Liverpool just scored a goal. I think Virgil scored a goal. I believe Virgil Virgil Van Dyke just scored a goal. Um. Can you confirm? Can you confirm? I mean, I can't confirm it yet, uh, but I can tell you that he is. I mean, everybody just piled on top of him. So I'm assuming Constantinos, Constantinos gave it to him. Um, yeah. Am I further behind than you are? Why am I not seeing this goal? I'm not, uh, I'm not watching the game. Oh, you're just you're just reading the stats. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, is the game at Anfield? No. It's at Wembley. It's a oh, it's at Wembley. Oh, oh, yeah. All those finals get played at Wembley. I don't know, man. They gotta, hey, they built that stadium. They got to use it for, for something. Yeah. Oh, what a nice... Oh, nice header. Well done. Down goes Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, it might have actually been an own goal. I think... Uh, I might have taken a little bit of a deflection off of the Chelsea center back. Um, But yeah, so... um, So hopefully MLS... Uh, referees get back on the field. Uh, let's let the union win the the second leg of the of the Champions League. Yeah, they turned that into not even a mess, but that late goal kind of made things interesting. That you know, well, kind of right? control. Like you, if you're up three one, you score a goal. You know, you really, you know, are the away the away goals are no longer away goals matter. So they scored three. They they actually do they matter more now. What do you mean? They scored three away goals. No, but like in the Champions League, you know, they've they've taken that rule away. Oh uh, no, I think it still matters for this. It still matters. So like, if Saprisa comes in and wins one nothing, the Union still go through. Yeah. If they win two to one, they still go through. Like the Union still still go through if they lose two to one. Well, they would have to. Saprisa would have to score score more than three goals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got three. No, because it's three two. Right, so if it was two one, oh yeah, two to one. I got you, I got you. Hold on, my bad, my mathing, mathing, mathing. That's why they put the aggregate scores up on the TV. Yeah, so that way it helps you out. Yeah, it helps people <laughs> out here. But they put the aggregate scores, but they don't put who's actually winning or not. They should bold who's actually like ahead winning the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I but right. I mean, they better just. I mean, hopefully this goalkeeper gets some goalkeeper training from uh, Phil Wedding. Yeah, Phil was rocking the shorts last night. Yeah, well, the goalkeeper looked shaky in them that second half warm up. Yeah, he did. He did. He's from the USL too. Yeah, a little shaky warrior. Yeah. Well, well he knocked out the gloves in the car too. If they ever need somebody, Bendik left. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Bendik is in Vancouver, right? I don't know. That guy wasn't any good. I think he's. I think he's in Vancouver. Um. Hey, man. All right. Player of the match. Doing good stuff in the Delaware community too. 
Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, player of the match. Player of the match. Um, yeah, I got two. I forgot yeah. to give one out when I was at Ocean City. Uh, we got one out to one of my players. He he stood up for a teammate, picked up a blue card. Um, but he stood up. One of one of the players got knocked to the ground, and he got up in the other player's face and knocked him to the ground. Uh, oh, great! Up for his teammate right away. Um, comes I RJ was covering the game for me. Comes up to me, is like, Coach, I got a card. You know, I'm sorry, but he didn't tell me like the whole story as to what like this is why i knocked the kid to the ground because i'm like right. well you're standing up for your teammate like i appreciate that like yeah we could talk about how you hit it but like you're also standing up for a teammate right you're like there you know like can i just not let your teammate get knocked over yeah so then i'm like talk to him next day like dude like you did the right thing yeah and i'm gonna give it out to another player okay this kid uh for some reason He's been playing as an outside back, and he scored like four goals in indoor in like the past two weeks. Uh oh, about to get the call up. <laughs> he might about to, about to graduate. He, he he might he might graduate the outside back academy. It's funny though because he he says, "Coach, I'm gonna score a goal today, or put me up top, I'll score." And I'm just like, "Not putting you up top, like no." And then he scores a goal. I'm like. What's going on? And then Friday he scored a goal and he looks over, he goes like this. Oh like, coach, I can't hear you. Oh. I was like I was like, yeah, if you actually defended higher up the field, you could probably score more goals. Oh, he's talking to man. So then, he, so then he defends higher up the field and scores another goal. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. I was like, this kid might end up being a striker. I'm like actually contemplating on moving him up there to see if he can uh, hey man but it, if you go back to the beginning of that when he talked about the fact that if you had somebody step up to you like that you might cut him I mean, I'll cut the kid <laughs> like, don't tell me I'll cut him I'll, I don't have a problem with it nah, but, no 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 but it's it, it's I mean it's, it's just funny it, it's also good to see that he's enjoying he's enjoying no, that's, that's great Um, but I mean for a team that struggles to score goals, I mean, you yeah. kind of have to look at you. You got to have to take a deeper look at it. Um, say, hey, is this kid going to really help me out in the long run, score goals? Especially, I just moved to striker to center back, so yeah, I do. I do have a need right now for another striker. Like, okay, right uh, now so, it looks like I'm going to be playing like striker back committee when when my starter comes off. Like, fun, rotating guys up there. Um, so official score. Liverpool, Liverpool just won the was it the EFL Carabao Cup or whatever. So Liverpool won it. Is this the end of Pochettino at Chelsea? No, man, it's your people. I don't know. Y'all were, y'all were. Oh yeah, Pochettino's coming. Yeah, he's about to do some things. Who said that? I didn't say all the Argentinians there. Like I, I didn't say any of that. And now look at you guys. I didn't say anything. I could care less. I mean, I heard Sergio, his cardiologist, said he might be able to make a return. Yeah, so that's my player of the match, actually. I'm going to switch it up. That is my player of the match, yeah. yeah you should have so, gave it to the other Argentinian. They scored a hat trick this week. Carranza? Yeah, that was also going to be one of those. Yeah, I have, there's a lot of Argentinians doing some really good things in the world, man. Don't worry. Don't worry about yeah, us. There's, we, hey, there's one that's not doing good things at all. Who? Mauricio. <laughs> yeah, Pochettino is not, not, not great. Uh, but... 
No, no, no. So let's let's yeah, we'll let's give it out to the Argentinians around the world. So we we can um well, Argentinians have scored a goal this week. So Aguero, so Aguero is his cardiologist told them that it is not out of the realm of possibilities for him to be able to come back and play. Not full 90s, but all of his tests have been have been have been good. So there is a there is a chance that within the next year he might go back to Independiente, which I would I not being an independent fan, I obviously can't understand that feeling, but I think it'd be awesome to watch him play, especially because Tevez is the coach. I thought you were about to say he's about to go to enter Miami. No, no, no. Tevez is the coach of Independiente. Uh, I mean, I thought Aguero was going to enter Miami. No, 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 no. No, if Aguero comes back at a retirement, it, he'll only go back. He'll only play in Argentina and in uh, Independiente. He's not playing anywhere else. Um, he's Man, not. Messi calls. No, no, no. He's not. He's not. There's no way he ain't picking up the phone. I don't. It's not about picking up the phone. I just think that if he's only going to be able to play for twenty or thirty minutes at a time, I think he's going to try to do it for one year or or less than a year. Yeah, who better than to play with Messi? I understand that, but what I'm telling you is that there is no way that if he comes out of retirement, he's not doing it at his home, like at his at his the club where he came from, where he didn't get the ability. Like he in his plan was for him to be able to retire there. He didn't have the ability to do that because the injury or the the heart condition forced him to retire. Gotcha. So, um, so that's one. Julian Carranza scoring three goals is great. My wife was actually saying that she thought it was funny that everybody's now on the Carranza bandwagon. Um, but her and I were, you know, the original OG supporters of Carranza. Man, we wanted that guy, and now everybody, everybody questioned. Yeah, I mean, everybody questioned him and. And now, now everybody's like, "Oh, okay, like let's." Oh, he's awesome. Like let's, let's, you know. But yeah, he about to be out in the summer too. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, you know, he he ain't finishing the season here. <laughs> Why not? Depending on how many goals he scores, yeah. No, I'm telling you, he's Audi five Audi. Um, Union, I hope they have someone ready, to, and it's not Chris Donovan. I hope they find somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened to the Israeli guy? Yeah, dude, ain't seen no playing time since he came over here. <laughs> um, um, they just got rid of Joaquin. Yeah, Joaquin Torres went to Chile. That boy, they sent that boy to South America. <laughs> they, yeah, they sent them. They sent them. Hey, you don't want to pass the ball. Go no. here. Um, all right. On this day in soccer history, February 25th, 1967. 1967. Um, I grew up in Florida with one of the things that, that Florida was known for and you had to be aware of was lightning, um, especially over the summer. Uh, so February 26, 1967, FA uh, Amateur Cup, fourth round, Highgate United versus Enfield. Uh, lightning bull hit the center of the pitch, knocking over several players. And unfortunately, one of them, uh, Tony Alden, passed away in the hospital the following day because of the injuries. So um oh. yeah. Let this let this be a PSA to everybody. Uh if you see lightning or you got lightning, 30 second rule, light to sound, then get off the field. Like don't hang out in the shed, don't do anything like that. Like literally like get in a car, get in an actual secured building if you can. Don't be hanging out on their tree. Don't, you know, drop the goal if you're in the middle of the woods, drop the goal. And find somewhere else to go. Well, and make sure as a coach that your 
communication with parents that yes. just remind them that there is uh weather. Yeah. Cause uh sometimes there's weather and parents go far away. Yeah. And it takes them a long time to come get their kids. Yeah. Also don't put don't put kids in your car. Like if they have the blood you. Huh? Don't put kids that don't belong to you in the car. No, yeah, don't do that. Um, all right, the Dan Simmons Fair Play of the Week Award. Uh, mine is going to go out to Gary Winters. Uh, he Gary helped, Gary helped cover the the majority of the indoor games uh, for us for one of the Odessa teams. Um, so he was a big help. Ultimately, what I look for it on the on the indoor team, and I've had multiple coaches throughout the last couple of years. Um, I've one including being my being my sister, <laughs> uh, who knows very little about soccer. Um, but ultimately all I want is somebody just to sub kids in and make sure that everybody plays and everything else. And That's he did why that. You call me and you didn't want anybody to go on there and win the championship. Yeah, exactly. He didn't he he did that. He also encouraged the players, uh, was super supportive of them. Um, and 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 there was growth within it, which is great. So big shout out to to Gary. Um I really appreciate the the him stepping in. So it was good. Yeah, yeah. You didn't call the dogs in, you know me. No, because I knew you wouldn't. I knew, I knew I could tell you everything I wanted, and you still wouldn't have done it. So exactly, you would have done exactly whatever you wanted. So there was a reason why I didn't do that. Yeah, exactly. I'd have, been, right. I would have had them kids out there balling. Yeah, you would have had like full warm ups and everything. Yeah, 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 it would have been. They would have been locked in. Yeah, no, we're, it's okay. They would have been coming in in track suits. <laughs> All right, who's your Dan Simmons fair play like of the week? Olympic award? team out there. Uh, my my Dan Simmons fair play of the week is going out to Mrs. Dan Simmons. Um, always being supportive. Uh, it's always a joy um, to have on the sideline, and she's just always encouraging. And it's an awesome person. Was she on the um, sideline? Oh, she was on the side. Oh, she was when you played Polytech. Played Polytech. I was playing Bowen. Yeah. And and you know, Bowen, Bowen, you know, give it to him too. He's all they they're just, you know, just good group, you know. Obviously yeah. knowing them and and you know, everybody was probably looking at it, looking at me like shaking heads with Bowen before the PK shoot up because we and him were just joking around back and forth. Um, and they're probably like, Well, why does he keep joking with this kid? But it's just like it just shows the relationship you have with yeah, with that family and they're they're awesome. They're super supportive. And Jenny at the end's like, "Can we get a picture? I don't know when we're gonna see you again." Um, <laughs> like, dude, I mean, are you? I mean, I, mean I haven't seen them on soccer fields, you know, too often. Uh, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's, so, not, it's not a common occurrence. First year I coached Wyatt. You know, now Bowen's yeah. getting ready to graduate. Bowen was a, always a guest player when he was available. Yeah, team. So, um. Yeah, just Mrs. Mrs. Dan Simmons. Yeah, yeah, way to go. Um, all right. Well, make sure you follow us on Instagram at de soccer podcast. Be on the lookout for our next live event, our next live episode. Where Dwayne will actually join us uh, on the live episode. Um, I, you know what I did realize that doing there was a little bit of a of a learning experience there. I realized that trying to talk and look into the camera, which I don't have to do right now, I can literally look up wherever I want and still talk to you. Um, and also trying to watch whatever potential chat was going on was extremely difficult. So we may need a, uh, we may need to bring in a uh, a producer, an actual producer into the show now. Yeah, shout out to uh, all those people at TV that do it full time. 
Yeah, we may actually need a marketing and analytics department to. So we may need to we may need to hire somebody. So if you're interested, uh, please reach out to us. Call Dan Simmons. No, I don't know if I trust Dan Simmons to look at social media chats. <laughs> That's the right person. He might, he might be chat. sitting next to a fax machine waiting for it to come through. <laughs> um. So hopefully. Uh, so if you got if, you, if anybody has any interest in being our official producer of the podcast, um, it comes with fantastic benefits of uh, just hanging out with Dwayne and I. Uh, it comes with a with a big salary of zero. Um, you get a koozie. You and 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 you get one koozie and up to fifteen stickers. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, hilarious. yeah. So 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 there's a lot of benefits to it for sure. Uh, so, and you get to see a behind the scenes look on how we create the podcast. Yeah, there you go. You get some podcast experience. Yeah, you get to you get to see the behind the scenes on how everything works. You get a certified you get a certified letter. That says you are a part of the podcast family. Yeah. yeah all right, that's good. I like that. I like that. You know how you know you how people are verified now. You get a well, you get a D soccer podcast verification. It's ultimately worth nothing, but it, you still get it. You still get it. Yeah, you were you were that proudly. Um, all right, thanks for joining us this week. And remember, always receive the ball on your front foot. <laughs>